Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And you can find our episodes on Instagram at Happy and Single. Today is episode 29, but before before I say that, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, guys. The podcast is continuing to grow. We just hit 5,000 downloads last week. So thank you very, very, very much for helping that to grow and sharing this with people. And thank you so much for the messages that I receive from people and the comments that I receive from people. I really, really appreciate it. And today the episode is entitled, How Do I Maintain Balance in My Life as a Single? There is so much going on in each of our lives. You know, and I'm not even a single parent. So especially for those single parents out there, there is so much going on in each of our lives that sometimes we feel we're just not cutting it. I feel we're not measuring up. We feel we're just not doing good enough. I want you to know, first of all, that those feelings and those thoughts do not come from Heavenly Father. They do not come from this inner voice. They they come from that of the adversary or the crazy leprechaun voice. There's a quote that I love by one of my mentors, Michael Neal, that says, The voice of God does not think you suck. And I love that quote because so often it's like, if I don't have perfect balance in my life, we feel we're just not doing good enough. And when we're so overwhelmed sometimes, I mean, just to give you guys kind of an idea of what's going on in my life. So I just finished the first draft of a book, which now requires the real work of editing that book like crazy and even reading, I haven't even finished reading through the book that I wrote for the first time yet. And my goal was to finish it by today. And I've got these comics that I work on that I feel super inspired to work on, as I've shared before. And that might not even get finished this week. I mean, it's so funny. I was was at basketball the other day and I got frustrated because somebody did something that I felt was... You know, not really cool. And, and they responded with, well, Joseph, you're a life coach. You're not supposed to get, you're not supposed to get angry or frustrated. And I'm like, I don't think you're listening to the message that I'm sharing. We're going to have times that we get frustrated. We're going to have times that we get upset. That's just part of life. The same goes for you guys. Like, we don't have to have this perfect balance. I was watching a video by a religious leader named David Bednar. And one thing that he talked about is, you know, he gets over and over and over the question of how do I get perfect balance in my life? And he's like, you don't. And, and I totally agree with that. Like, you really don't. It's interesting because the person that you guys hear on this podcast is so much different from the person that I used to be. There's, there's a, a test, and it's called the Myers-Briggs test. Now, one of those letters is either a P or a J. P means that you can kind of just 
be fine with whatever happens in life. And J means if everything doesn't go perfectly well, you think that everything is awful and that your life is not going where you want it to go. And for so many years, like I remember the first time I took that test, I was a pretty strong J. Everything had to fit in my box. And if it did not fit in, in this box that I felt was quote unquote, you know, the right thing to do or the perfect thing to do, then it made me frustrated and upset. And there were so many experiences I had like that where things just did not fit in my box. Guys, if, if you want to understand, it, it saves so much trouble it paid. Everything's not going to fit in your box. And even your own expectations of yourself are not always going to happen. You're going to mess up because you're learning. It's like, you know, for the first three months of this year, roughly, I took on like this massive list of goals and I got maybe like half of them done. And like the ones I got done were like super cool and maybe even less than that. I, I'm not going to take the time to look right now. But the bottom line was I went and I tried something and these were, like I said, super high goals. But it was OK if I didn't reach them. And I know that sounds kind of weird. But why are you going to beat yourself up if you already didn't achieve your goal? You probably did more on that goal than you would have otherwise. And you're just getting better and better. Now, this kind of goes in a little bit more to my beliefs, but I believe that, you know, after this life, we kind of have just eternal lives. So it's like, we put so much pressure on ourselves to get everything right in this moment. Whereas we don't have to. I'm not even saying we don't want to. I mean, we want to do the best that we can. You know, I look around even at my friends' lives and, you know, some of them, you know, do incredibly well financially. And some of them that also do incredibly well financially are super stressed. And we look at other people's lives and not only, so not only do we take all the things going on in our life that we actually have to manage. On top of that, we add other people's expectations and how we wish that we could have their life. But it's true. There's people out there that have these what other people look at as amazing jobs because they're making a lot of money that are stressed out of their mind that actually want to quit. Stop looking at other people's lives and measuring your version of balance with theirs. It's like I, I read this story that, about Carrie Underwood and she said she actually takes when she travels, she will she'll like meal prep and that that's where you prepare all your meals for the week. She'll meal prep and she'll take all of her food in an ice chest to her, you know, to wherever she's going. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm here to give you the freedom to let you life, live your life any way that you desire. But if you desire to eat tacos, awesome. If you desire to, 
you know, eat perfectly all the time or perfectly according to whatever you feel is best. So you can be in super amazing shape. Awesome. There's nothing wrong with each of those. You know, and it's interesting because when I, there was a time that I was, I was in super awesome shape. And it was a time before I'd gone through some different injuries. And I was, at least, at least for the time being, I was fairly focused on getting in excellent shape. You know, and, and now, I mean, I'm probably just, just under 200 pounds and uh, not, definitely not in the shape I was in before. But I'm so much happier than I was, was then. Like, I'm, in, I'm working towards getting back in that great shape, but there's not so much weight on it. You see, we take our goals and we put them, we feel like if we achieve them that our life's going to change and everything's going to change. And I'm here to tell you that it's not. I was, I've been reading some different books and, you know, one of my mentors is uh, Richard Paul Evans, a New York Times bestselling author. And it's interesting because people think that when they write their first book, their life is automatically going to change. And in most cases, almost nothing changes. So we put all this weight on this goal to achieve it. And when it doesn't, and then we have no idea what it's even going to happen. What if you could just come back to letting yourself live the life that you desire? So I've got so many different things going on. I've got speaking gigs that I'm doing. I've got the podcast that I, each week that I do this, it takes between an hour to record, probably an hour to two to edit, and then probably about Eh, half hour to share it in all the different places that I share it. Well, that time starts to add up. You know, and on top of that, preparing for speaking gigs that I'm doing. And on top of that, the one-on-one coaching clients that I work with. And, and I could keep going and going and going. Well, what happens sometimes is we have something that gets on our mind and we just can't let it go. We can't just let it be understanding and knowing that, hey, that thing is going to work itself out. I mean, even this morning when I was, you know, I went, I actually went and I, I knew I had quite a few things to get done today. It's, it's a Saturday. And I knew I had quite a few things to get done, but, you know, our, our church was having a pancake breakfast. And so I went to the pancake breakfast, met some people, enjoyed myself. And then afterwards, it was a beautiful morning. And we don't have that many more of those here in Arizona before the summer is here for sure. And afterwards, I just sat there by myself. Sat there by myself. I, I read the Book of Mormon. And then after that, I kind of sat there and read, read another book. And I just enjoyed the morning. You know, and, and as I was sitting there, there, was little, there were these little kids. And they're all playing and they've just, and they've just found all of this mud. Like they were just taking all this dirt and dirt and dirt and piling it up and like throwing at each other and, and throwing it at the tree. And then they got super excited when the dirt and the mud stuck in the tree. And it was just a totally different way of living. Well, they don't care. 
if their life is perfectly balanced? I mean, as little kids, you, you get your homework done as fast as possible so you can go play. And then we become adults and it's like, oh my goodness, I've got all this stuff going on. You don't. In this moment, you have one thing going on. And if you focus on that one thing, you're going to do better. It's amazing how many times I hear people say that they want to achieve perfect balance. And why can't we just be in that state of presence and play as a child? They know all of their needs and everything else are going to be taken care of and cared for. What if we did too? What if you truly understood and believed that everything you needed would be taken care of? What if you could stop putting so much pressure on yourself to have to do everything? Those little kids, they were having the time of their life because they didn't even understand how, it all, how all the adult stuff worked, but they knew at the end of the day they were going to have clothes, they were going to have food, they were going to have a place to live, and they were living it up. But what if each of us could trust Heavenly Father what if you could truly trust Heavenly Father that He's got your back? He's got you so taken care of as long as you're looking a little bit to Him. And even when we don't, He's got your back. And He is leading and guiding you towards the things that you want most. I was talking to somebody the other day and I, I, I was talking about how Heavenly Father really has this amazing plan laid out for us. Now, it's not like, oh my goodness, that's my plan. It's like, whoa. If we can understand what's at the end of that proverbial rainbow, we would, we would start away instantly just working down that path. And then at the same moment, I, I kind of noticed and I, had the, and I had the impression kind of occur to me. It's like, I don't even know if we would because we'd also see all the stuff before that. And it's like, oh, well, you're going to have to work on this skill. You're going to have to work on this skill. Because oftentimes in, in this life, in order to, you know, in order to achieve all of our financial and dreams and everything that we want in that way, you got to show up and do work. <laughs> now, I don't mean work in the sense of like, I've got to work hard and I've got to do all this stuff. No, you've got to show up every day and do those things that you feel inspired to do. That's all I mean. You know, it's so often we do, we put this in a category of, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to work super, super hard. And it's like, well, there's, there's a great quote. It's actually an entire page. And there was a book called A Hundred Ways to Create Wealth. Where he just goes on and on and on about all the really cool things that people have done just by playing. You know, Michael Jordan, basketball was just play to him. J.K. Rowling, writing was just play to her. I mean, she was that. If you want to talk about an unbalanced life, 
she was in a rough place. I mean, she was a single parent and she just happened to have this idea. And she even said in, in one thing that I vaguely remember that she lost part of the story because she wasn't willing to ask somebody for a pen or, a, you know, something like that. And some of Harry Potter really was written on these napkins. If you stop worrying about having perfect balance in your life and just allow yourself to be led and guided by this inner voice, and let's just say these tiny nudges like we talked about last week. I'm not, I'm not talking about these overwhelming, overpowering experiences. I'm simply talking about a tiny nudge. A tiny nudge, a tiny whispering that's like, hey, go do this. Go do this. And it leaves you feeling peace. You can't do a million things at once. It's funny, when you're driving and you want to start actually thinking, you often turn down your radio so you can think more clearly. Each of us has this understanding that we are being guided and led. Maybe balance is us trying to force whatever we think we've got to be doing instead of just trusting. Now there's a difference when I get the impression like, hey, go finish that comic. If I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Well, that's on me. And the same way goes for you. If you get that impression to make a phone call or whatever it is, and you don't do it, that's on you. The more I'm realizing in life is how much many things don't matter. That we make matter. We are the ones that add meaning. We are the ones that turn our thoughts into the giant marshmallow men. First of all, it was just a thought. And then it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows. And, and then you got this giant marshmallow bed. If you understand, you are going to have thinking passing through your head all the time. And it's okay you would be so much better off. And it's interesting because like we have a way we do things best and then somebody comes along and they're like, hey, you actually should do it this way. And we're like, what? But this other way has been working really, really well. I mean, this whole thing when I was a little kid and just played all the time and had the time of my life, I made some really, really cool stuff. I mean, my, my parents tell me a story that I vaguely, but probably mostly don't remember, if at all, of how a friend came over one time and, and I told him that yeah, he, he wanted to play and I told him I, I didn't want to because I was drawing and he thought that was stupid or something. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> and, but there's something that happens 
when we start listening way too much to other people, and especially when you start comparing what you think your life is with theirs, nobody puts all the horrible moments of their life on social media. So if you're comparing yourself on social media with your friend, then, and oftentimes they're, they're just putting stuff up to make them feel good. I mean, yeah, there's something about wanting to share life with other people and stuff as well, but maybe they're having a really good, a really hard time and they just want to share with you a few of the best moments of their life so that they can keep struggling through some of the other hard moments of their life. There's so much well-meaning advice out there that we really have to stop listening to. So many, so much well-meaning advice that, I mean, it's, it's like, for example, like, and I keep mentioning this comic thing on here, you know, it's like this inner voice and Heavenly Father directs me to do these comics. And then there's the crazy leprechaun voice that kind of pops up and he's like, no, you got to work on real business stuff. That's just how it goes. But at the same time, I think we get wiser and wiser and wiser to that voice. One thing I've truly noticed lately, now keep in mind, I've been on this journey for a really long time, but it's just how I'm, how I'm learning how to hear that voice better. I didn't say I'm following it, okay, guys? Like, I didn't say I'm following it. But I am learning to listen a little bit better. I'm learning to hear. That doesn't mean that I'm not like, even when I hear that, that I'm not all over the place when I hear those little tiny whisperings. What if you didn't have to achieve balance? There's an analogy that I've used before, and I haven't thought about this in a little while. But the Rubik's Cube. Every time you get one side perfect, you you have to change the other sides to get them perfect. And momentarily, some of the other sides aren't going to be perfect. But in life, new sides are always being added in and taken out. So you're consistently rotating this Rubik's Cube. Whereas if you just let it be, if you just let yourself show up and do the things that you feel guided and directed to do, you're going to do really well. You know, and and the thought I just had is of single parents. And as far as balance, when you're a single parent, the only thing I have that kind of compares to that is I've got seven nieces and nephews and they live somewhere in the Midwest and I, I've spent quite a bit of time with them. And when I'm there, it is super, 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 super hard to get almost anything done. If I close the door, my, my three-year-old nephew, Ossie, will kick it like crazy until he almost breaks it and he's super strong. And, and that's kind of, and his brother did that before that. And like, it's just kind of funny how that works. I don't have the answers. I want you to understand that, but I can point you to where they are. 
And they are. They're, they come from that place of settling. It's like this morning, I had, I had no idea what this podcast was going to be about. And then out of nowhere this morning, when I was just sitting down, I was relaxing. You know, I was, I had come right, come back home after I'd been at the park, just enjoying myself. And I was just sitting there relaxing and it just kind of came to me. Well, what if you were willing to give that inner voice more space? One thing I really try to do is I try to, I sit down and, you know, open up the, the Book of Mormon. And, you know, if, that, if that's not your thing, you can do scriptures. And if that's not your thing, you can do a book. And I just allow God to talk to me. I allow him to speak to me and say what he wants to say. And when I give that space, I've been noticing some really cool things. And I've been receiving some really cool answers. You know, and some of those were taking me to places that I didn't really plan on going or that I was just about to not go. You may be taken on this ride, things that you didn't expect. And it's interesting because when new things get introduced in, you only have a so much time in the day. I don't know, unless you've discovered some superhuman trick where you get more time than everyone else. I, I think the number is 164 hours in the week. Well, that's what you get to choose, what you do with. I'm, I'm remembering the song we sang back in chorus back in high school of 525,600 minutes. It's how many minutes you get every single year. And there's that quote that says, well, not quote, it's, it's a lyric from that song that says, how do you measure the year in the life? How do you measure? Maybe balance isn't, well, how do you measure? What do you do? Like this last year with the strange state of the world right now, You've roughly had a year since some of the strange events have occurred. How have you measured that year? Are you more of the person that you want to be today than you were a year ago? Because I can promise you, the adversary will try to remind you of all the times you've failed. There's a beautiful song by... I think it's Casting Crowns called The Voice of Truth. I'm actually just going to go through and read some of this for you. It says, Oh, what I would do to have the kind of faith it takes to climb out of this boat. I'm in onto the crashing waves. To step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is. And he's holding out his hand. But the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me. Reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The waves they keep on telling me time and time again. Boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says, do not be afraid. 
The voice of truth says, this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. Oh, what I would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant with just a sling and a stone, surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors shaking in their armor, wishing they've had the strength to stand. But the giant's calling out my name and he laughs at me, reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The giant keeps on telling me time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the stone was just the right size to put the giant on the ground, and the waves don't seem so high. From on top of them looking down, I will soar with the wings of eagles when I stop and listen to the sound of Jesus singing over me. I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. Once again, the voice of truth does not think you suck. The voice of God does not think you suck. Your inner voice does not think you suck. It's this other voice. And especially when it comes to balance, it will always tell you that you're just not doing enough. There is no way it is impossible for you to get done everything that you could possibly do. You always have to make choices. And sometimes, you know, part of us wants to go serve people and part of us wants to work and part of us wants to have fun and part of us wants to go exercise. That video that I mentioned of uh, David A. Bednar, he talks about watching these acrobats spin these plates and all at once. And whatever plate was spinning the slowest, they would spin it again before it before it fell. Now, I don't think that we have to always spin the plate that's falling. There are plenty of plates that are actually worth crashing to the ground and smashing into a million pieces. And sometimes it'd be better off if they did. Here is honestly what I do when I remember to do it. So, like I said, it's one of those great, it's one of those great strategies. And, but like I said, this is really just, it's not really advice because you'll understand. I just pray and ask Heavenly Father. And if that's not for you, you can ask your inner voice. Okay, I've got these things that I have to get done. Which is the most important? Tell me what to do. And then I do. I, I have felt that guidance. I have felt that direction. We worry so much about making the right decision. I think we just figure out the areas that we really want to go forward in. And as long as we feel good that you know, God is okay with us going in those directions, then go forward in them. I remember a awesome professor, Brian Sudweeks at BYU who after that became a friend of mine as well. I remember him sharing how, you know, not only do we have budgets in life, like financial budgets, but we've got time budgets. So if you're not spending your time budget doing the things that you love, 
it might be time to take a look at your priorities and what you're really balancing. The average American watches the, the numbers like four and a half hours of TV a day. Now, I'm not saying TV's bad, and I, and I watched it as well. And four and a half hours every week, that is over 30 hours. So you're putting almost a full work week into watching TV. And if that's what you desire to do with your time, I'm, there is no judgment. And you don't have to beat yourself up when you, when you make the choice to go watch a show. I just watched a show that I thought was super cool called Young Rock. I happened to just kind of immerse myself in. I started one episode and all of a sudden it was like eight or nine episodes were gone. And I was like, oh, well, okay, cool. Well, let's get up and do something else now. But it was a super inspirational show. It's all about The Rock's life. Dwayne Johnson. And there's a lot of really cool things in there. I was really impressed by the show. Okay, cool. So we spend our time doing something and then if and then but after a while we start getting this almost unsettled feeling. Well, I think that unsettled feeling is the spirit and the inner voice telling us, "Hey, it's kind of reminding us, it's like, you're not even loving this right now. We, can, we all get in habits. We all get into ruts, per se. And it's like, hey, you're not even enjoying this. Why not go do something that you really want? You know, and like I said, with that, you know, that path at the end of the rainbow, it's hard to get to some of the places we want to or we feel it's going to be hard. And so we don't even want to start. Whereas I can guarantee you put almost four and a half hours into anything a day and you will see massive results. Massive results. Well, and the other part of that, like back to those big goals that I set, well, I, had, I was going over one of the most successful times of my mission is when we would pray over our goals every single prayer. Like every single time we would pray, and because of that, you know, we were able to have some really amazing things happen. I believe that Heavenly Father wants to know. He already knows. It was so funny, actually. Like today when I was, I was at the park and these little kids were playing and their parents were probably, oh, maybe 30, 40 feet away from them. I mean, they could hear everything that was happening. And so these little kids are playing and, you know, you, they, you know, they did this thing where they threw up the mud and it stuck to the branch of the tree and they were so excited. Now, anybody within, oh, probably, you know, there, was, there wasn't that many people, so you could hear them pretty loud. Uh, anybody within 50 yards of that would have easily seen what they'd done. But it was so cool because the little girl went back to her mom and she's like, Mom, I, I threw the mud up and it stuck on the branch. And the mom's probably sitting there thinking, she's like, well, yeah, I just saw that. But at the same time, I don't think she was because she saw a joy and an excitement in her kid's voice. 
Now, it taught me something in that moment. It taught me how much Heavenly Father really wants to listen to us. And how when we pray and when we share the really cool things about our life, He gets really excited. He's, he's that, well, he, He's that Father watching from watching super closely, knowing exactly what we're doing. But he probably gets a thrill out of us going back and being like, oh, did you see that? Like, that was so cool. That is just that's so cool. And it makes me think about prayer in an entirely different way. I mean, just as an offshoot, like, When's the last time you told God what you wanted? When's the last time you daydreamed with Heavenly Father and just, well, or shared all the really cool stuff going on in your life? When's the last time you thanked Him? And I think if we spent more time thanking Him for what we had instead of giving Him our list of problems, I mean, He'll listen. But he's also there to give us solutions. It's like, Heavenly Father, I've got all these things that I've got to get done. Tell me what to do. And even this morning, okay, Heavenly Father, I, like, I wasn't, I wasn't worried about you know this podcast necessarily, but there was a thought just running through my head. Okay, tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. And then he did. If you stop worrying about perfect balance in your life you probably have a lot more fun. You know, we've probably all seen movies of families that look like they have it all together and they've got the money, the cars, and everything, and inside everybody is completely miserable. They're trying to live a perfect life, and it doesn't exist. There's nothing wrong with having nice cars and money and all that good stuff. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in the best shape for you. But that's your decision. I have seen more and more about how life is just about agency. About how... I believe, like... I mean, Heavenly Father does care what we do in our lives, but at the same time, it's kind of like if, if you happen to be a, a single parent and your, your kid, like you want them to do really good and you want them to do all these cool things that they'd really love to do. And at the end of the day, if they just are a good person and do the things that you want them to do, you're still pretty happy with that. I was thinking about it this morning, and I think that's kind of how it is with Heavenly Father. Maybe he's slightly disappointed when we don't do the things that, that he'd like us to do. But maybe he's more disappointed, not for his sake, but for our sake. He's like, he's like Joseph, if you would just do the things that I'm telling you to do, like everything you could ever want is on the other side of that rainbow. What if you let him start guiding and directing your life? What if you didn't have to worry about balance? 
you simply decide the things that you really want to do. And if this is helpful, like one thing I've started doing just recently is that I said, okay, these are the three big things that I want to get done this week. So like for me this week, it was um, get, get one new client. I've got some potential new clients, but that, that hasn't you know, happened. I, I only count it when I've got money in the bank from the client. So that hasn't happened yet. My, my goal was to finish reading my book this week. That hasn't happened yet. And finish this particular comic that I'm working on. Hasn't happened yet. Oh, for three. Well, I struck out. I should just give up, right? No. Because I learned something this week. Is there any way I could get all three of those things done by tonight at midnight? Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Like, and there's something to be said for that, too, of like really, really going after your goals. But I also learned from that of saying, okay, cool. Well, if I took these things on next week, it'd probably be a really good idea to say, okay, I need this amount of time to go through these pages of reading my, the book that I've written. And I need this amount of time each day to create a new client. And then I need this amount of time each day to finish these comics. We overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in 10. And I don't know if we actually do overestimate what we can do in a year. If you are being led and guided in almost every decision that you're making, you will do so much more than you could possibly begin to imagine. But it happens as you're working on your goals. When I first started this podcast, if you guys actually want to go back and look, you'll notice the cover art for each episode, there is none. It's It's just the episode. And then after about five or six episodes, a title appears on them. And then after, after an episode or so, then some, some uh, graphics and stuff appear on the top of them. And then after that, things even change and change and change. Like, honestly, if you guys want to look, I mean, the size, the size of the font changes in the happy and single title. Well, and after a while, you'll also notice that just this last week, instead of just doing a picture of the podcast, I actually did this really cool thing called the, an audiogram that it's a picture, but it also, it does that really cool graphic across that like goes with your voice. And so now people can actually listen on my Instagram and all the other social media to a one minute clip on these things. Well, that's going to get people to actually listen And so, but that's an evolution. Like I had no idea that that even existed when I started this. I was doing good just to get it done. Like, you know, so we worry so much about doing everything right. And it just doesn't matter. Because the sooner you get moving in the direction that you want to move and are looking for that guidance and direction as you go, because it is, it's, it's both. Like I was watching a guy also, I, I guess I was in the right place this morning at the park because I was watching this guy run. You know, he was running pretty fast and I'm like, oh yeah, I haven't run for a long time, but I do remember kind of the feeling you get. I run playing basketball, but it's that pushing yourself. It's that we, we want to push ourselves to the next level. And maybe there's something there about that of, I love the phrase of basically reaching the fullness of the measure of our creation. Maybe part of this balance thing is because we actually want, we want to do so much in our lives that is really cool that we want to make sure that we get all this stuff done in order to get it there. 
I know that's not very articulate at all, but bottom line, maybe we want to do so much that we put so much weight on ourselves. And we put so much weight on our thinking about what we're doing. Whereas if you would just show up each day and take a moment to listen, like I, I just recently got in this, this uh, group with some other coaches. We're in this type of pod together. And one of the coaches that is fairly successful with us, he actually talks about how much time he like takes off. <laughs> he talks about how much time he takes off and how in the mornings he just kind of allows things to flow. I'm telling you, if you stop doing all the things that you feel you have to do, you're probably going to do a lot better. And if you start listening to this inner voice, try it for a day. And like I said, it's just the tiniest of whisperings. It is so faint that there's plenty of times that I even miss it myself. If you start listening to that, I think you're going to be amazed. I think you're going to be amazed at what happens for you. We talked about it last week of just listening to this inner voice. But especially when it comes to balance, if you're consistently checked in with that, and it's like, okay, cool, go do this. Go do this. Go do this. I know for some people that sounds super easy. There are quite a few days that I truly experience this. And there are plenty of times that I also ignore it. Reminds me of like a cartoon or something where little kid's tapping on the back of his parrot's shoulder and, you know, the, the parrot keeps looking back around tr trying to see who it is and there's nobody there because they, they don't look down to see the little, the little child. Maybe it's a little like that. It's like we start hearing this voice like, oh, where's this coming from? No, I don't want to do that. Okay. What if you already believed? That if you just listened every single day to this, that your, your life actually would be fairly balanced. The Spirit doesn't tell me every day to work, 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 work. There's plenty of times it's like, hey, Joseph, go play basketball. Joseph, go play ice hockey. And then there's other times it's like, okay, Joseph, stop watching TV and go work. <laughs> and it does that with all of us. But we're the ones that add so much pressure to balance. I think perfection can and sometimes is a tool of the adversary. I really do. He tells us that we're not perfect. We're never going to be perfect. So why even try? And there's plenty of times in my life I am. I'm an all or nothing person. I'm either eating like amazing, amazing food or kind of like yesterday eating two donuts, pizza, tacos, burritos. Egg cake. <laughs> Needless to say, I did not weigh myself this morning. And then this morning I had a pancake breakfast. It's okay, guys. Stop worrying so much about this perfection of life. Worry about what you... Focus on what you want. Not worry, but focus on what it is that you want. One thing I do that actually is fairly helpful for me, and if this resonates with you, you're welcome to use it, is each morning, 
or sometimes when I forget in the morning, sometime during the day, I go through what I call a visualization statement. And what it is, is the different areas of my life. I actually just, I redid this just a couple weeks ago. So anyways, I did this and what I'll do is I'll read it each morning. And oftentimes I'll actually read it to Angels and Airwaves song Heaven. And there's this beautiful video on YouTube that just has gorgeous, gorgeous scenery. And it's so cool. And I'll just sit there and I'll read a few sentences. And then I'll kind of half close my eyes and I'll see it. I'll see it. So for example, if I'm the part about me finishing my book and it becoming a number one New York Times bestseller, you know, and it having a white cover and, my, and the title in blue and my name on it, I'll actually close my eyes and I'll see that. I'll see myself holding it. I'll see myself, you know, kind of taking in the smell of, of a new book. And I'll do that with each of my goals. No, it's not like I don't sit there for minutes and I mean, usually the song's about six minutes, so I'll at least spend you know six minutes or so thereabouts, or however long it takes to read through it. And then I go on with my day. But it reminds me every single morning, hey, Joseph, this is what you really want. So when you have those times that pop up of, I don't feel like doing this, that's okay. You can take a break. But then it's like, okay, now get back to it. Get back to what you really want. That's the question that we're really asking when we're talking about maintaining balance. There's something in your life that, it, that you really want. Something in your life that you, that you th- really want that you're not spending the time doing. So instead of worrying about perfect balance, go do that. The one thing that you want more than anything in the world Spend at least 20 minutes a day on that. You know, and if, it, and if it happens to be meeting the person of your dreams, it doesn't have to be 20 minutes, guys. Like, I'm just trying to put stuff out there to get you to come up and create ideas in your own head. But I, I mean, that kind of, that a little bit sums it up for me. The only reason we care about balance is because there's areas of our life that we're not achieving what we want to achieve. And oftentimes it's the area that matters most to us. Well, don't worry about having perfect balance. Don't worry about it at all because it doesn't exist. Spend time going in the direction that you want to go. I know for plenty of people, And myself included sometimes. It's like we want to have the perfect life before we find the perfect wife. You don't have to. I'm not saying you can't. There's nothing wrong with that. But I I am thinking that, like, the only reason we even care about all of this is because there's things in our life that we really really want to do that we aren't having time for. Well, what if you just started doing those? All the other things that you think you have to have in perfect order. You know, and all the stars have to align and everything else, you don't. 
don't worry about perfect balance. Make sure that the most important things to you are getting done each day. And if you're not having time for the most important things, take it to God. Take it to your Heavenly Father. Take it to the Spirit. Take it to that inner voice. Just ask, hey, how can I, how can I achieve this? This is something I really want to do that I'm not finding time for. You know, I, I've honestly seen that Heavenly Father is so willing to just give us what we want. It's like there was this really cool exercise I did that Richard Paul Evans suggested. And he said, take about 15 minutes. And I actually literally set a timer because that's me. And he said, basically ask God what an abundant life looks like. And then the second question of how can I use my talents and abilities in the way that you want me to, thou wants me to. And then he said, just daydream with Heavenly Father. Just daydream and tell him about all the really cool things that you want to have happen in your life. One thing for me that came up is in an abundant life, I really want to play hockey twice a week instead of just once a week. Like that, that was something that came up. Heavenly Father's like, okay, cool. But it's like, but part of me is like, no, 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 I can't, I can't take that extra time off during the, during Tuesday at lunch. And he's like, yeah, you can go. The life that you want is so much closer than you think it is. If you would just allow yourself to be guided and directed and also show up in doing the things that you really want to do, I don't think balance will be an issue for you anymore. It's only an issue because you feel there's this sense of scarcity of time and at least one of your most important needs is not getting met. Well, make that most important need first And I think you'll discover a pretty amazing life. Well, guys, I I feel like we're done for the day. So I, I hope you guys have enjoyed this. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, One of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website Happy nsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, 
Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.